before we start, I just have a really quick ask. You guys, thank you guys so much for helping us reach 10,000 downloads. Um, it means a lot to me. Also, if there's anyone else who's in the personal training space that you can share this with real quick, share it with them, um, write a review, text this to them, um, just really quick copy and paste and share. It means the world to me. So, thanks again, and uh, on to the show. What's up, everyone? Happy Memorial Day weekend. I'm recording this outside at Adeline's House of Cool in uh, outside of Marquette, Wisconsin. It's uh, really, really an interesting place. Um, I'm sitting next to a... Uh, take a picture of it and put it in the show notes. Next to a mannequin on a porch that is just gorgeous, gorgeous, right? And um, before I made the trip up here with my family, spending some time away, which is super important. And I don't know if you're like me in the beginning, getting away from your personal training practice was next to impossible because I was working nonstop and completely, um, completely engulfed with work, completely. Yeah, I'd be thinking about it nonstop. And overall, everything that I would do would be, I'd be submerged or submerged with, um, and inundated with emails and notes and whatnot. Um, until until I, I let go and um, that all reminded me of why and, and, and how that happened and it started with the upfront um, the upfront contracts that I that I did in my consultations and if you're a one-on-one personal trainer and or you're in the health health field um, your consult, can dictate the entire interaction of the professional relationship, which I highly, highly um, advise getting better at that. And what I mean by that is, is I completely screwed this up. It, overall, um, there's a person that I, that I recently took on um, not too long ago, uh, and recently being in the past couple years, right, where um, I, I was wondering whether or not we were on the same page. I was going through what he wanted to do. I was talking about the expectations. Um, and then from there, uh, re- reiterating those expectations back to him. And yet, I, it, it, everything was vague. Everything was vague about where we were going. So right now, um, I am now dealing with the repercussions of that because my communication was unclear just about like how I started this podcast being vague, right? So I'm going to just talk about the simple steps that is from the Sandler, David, uh, David Sandler Sales Institute on how to put this uh, in order and it's reiterated on the muscle system specialist for putting together your client intake. Um, so overall, number one, when you have a consult with somebody, there are steps to a sales process. Number one, you make the connection. Make the connection means small talk, ask them how they're doing. Um, where they're at uh, before you actually make the connection my bad um, you set your identity like versus your role being where am I at who am I um, versus my role being like a salesperson the um, uh, exercise professional person that wants to help this person get better so I'm setting my role because like what I'm what I am the role of is someone who is interviewing someone else um, and asking questions so you can get to the bottom of what their needs are and trying to match up their needs with what you do. Because if that doesn't match, 
then it's not a fit and those expectations just get blown way out of, out, out of the water. So I don't know if that helps to begin with. So first I set my identity, I know who I am, what is my I, what is my R, and then from there I take that into, um, we meet the connection, meaning how you doing, make some small talk, and then I state the rules. Like what are the rules for this interaction? Like number one, um, this is going to take about 60 minutes. It may uh, take less time. Are you okay with that? Then I ask permission. Are you okay with that? Uh, are you okay with being coached? Do I have permission to coach you? Like, that's number two. Number three, this, this is free. Um, this console is free. And um, if we need to end it and begin again at a later time, uh, then it is, not, it is no longer free. So I want to make sure that we do everything that we need to do in this period of time in order to get to a yes or a no at the end. I'd really appreciate a yes or a no. I may say no, you may say no, and that's totally okay. What I want to avoid is I want to think it over because I want to think it over usually means that people are, um, usually they're being nice and, and they just mean no. So uh, also if there's anyone else that's involved with making decision with your health, they should be here today. Otherwise, uh, let's reschedule. Because like right away, I could be doing something else with that period of time because that attention and time are valuable, valuable commodities. So what are you gonna do with that time? It, I'm telling you, it's, it's huge. So just that initial setup in the front can save you so much time. And then ask like, hey, it, are all these things, um, all these things okay? You know, or do we need to reschedule? So finishing that up with a question and constantly asking questions so that you're in control of the conversation, number one, and number two, that you're curious about what that person's really going through because they may be, they may just want to get healthier, um, they may just want to improve their ability or they're, they're in um, a completely different scenario where they know that you've helped someone that's been in pain and then what you're doing is trying to reframe that so that like maybe you can help them with that. And that's a really, really important, um, serious conversation. One is where they're making a decision about their health versus, you know, I am in dire need. Like if, if the house is burnt down and you have nowhere to live, it's different than if you just want to move. Right. So that's the, that's the difference off of that. I go to the next step, which is I start to find the pain. So if they're saying, yeah, it's okay, let's go forward with this con with this conversation, with this consultation, then I ask them what they're there for. And I, and I look for pain the pain following step, which is finding a physical pain that's tied to some sort of emotional pain or psychological pain. And I'm not there to play a psychologist. Well, I, I'm an interviewer playing the role of a psychologist, but what I'm doing is I'm not there just to beat them up emotionally and psychologically. I'm there to find the real reason that they're there so that I find out if what I do can help them. Because if overall, if, I, if there's nothing that I can do to help them, then I'm wasting their money, I'm wasting their time, and I'm wasting my time to find people that could help I could even point them in the right direction, right? Because the whole point is to be completely transparent and completely honest. And if I don't ask the right questions, what, what, are, what are people's normal um, normal interactions with a salesperson? Is it to tell the truth or is it become defensive and lie? Because you, you know what it's like 
when a salesperson's around you. It's like you put up your defenses and you lie. And the whole point is, as, as someone who actually cares about that person, cares about their health, and if you know that there's something you can do to help them, then helping them make a decision at all, making any decision, is such a huge deal. And helping them recognize what they're dealing with and what you know helps them with their health and their pain is the pain funneling step. From there, what, what we do is we talk about budgeting after that. So after you find a, an important pain point and you're asking questions to, to bring them from the past of what they've done into the present of how they are and then into the future, like questions like, what have you done for this problem? Why didn't it work in the past? How much money have you spent? Um, did that work? Well, where is it at now? How long, uh, how, how long are you expecting to live like this? Does this affect anyone else? How much does this cost you? Like, what would happen if this never changed? And then in the future, like, what would you want me to do about this? So all those questions become very, very handy into understanding where this person wants to go in the future. Then from there, we have the budgeting step was in round numbers, how much have you budgeted for this problem? You don't mind me asking. And from there, I'm like, okay, where, where are you at as far as, um, if you don't mind me asking, uh, taking a temperature, well, one being ice cold, 10 being super hot and interested in what we're, what we're going through, where, where are you at with that, right? So if, if they find, a, a, they share a budget with you, if they don't, that's okay too. It's like, okay, not a lot of people think about uh, what they're gonna spend on this. And that's totally, totally reasonable, right? Or if you don't want to share with me, that's okay too. I get it. Oh, okay. Like if you are expecting five, six grand to to to, um, to start, that's you know a lot more money than I thought. You know, you know, some people spend you know twelve hundred dollars a month here. Other people spend around six hundred dollars a month here. But to get started, it's only this amount of money to get started. So I use anchoring, the higher anchoring number, in order to go to a lower anchoring number to, to, to show the value and then tie that value back into the main problem. So you, I hope, you're hoping that I can help you with, you know, your knee handling the ability for you to walk further. Okay, so then from there, I, I, I keep on going down the steps. And all this is in the book, um, You Can't Teach a Kid to Ride a Bike at a Seminar. I believe that's the name of the, the book. And each one of these steps is outlined. And you just do not skip steps because each one of those steps is there for a very specific reason to find what that person really wants and help them um, realize what the value is. And if you can then reconcile with your identity and your role to make sure that, hey, this is something that is in my wheelhouse. This is something I can help them with. And let's go forward with this. So after, after we're, we're done with that whole budgeting and then um, taking a temperature, from there, I, uh, I, show them, I show them my stuff. I'm like, okay, this is, this is what we do. This is how we're going to go through everything. Um, this is, this is uh, our evaluation process. And I put that in the terms of, uh, of specifically to them. Like making sure that it's like if we're going to get that knee better, here are all the different things I do to help that knee. Or if we, we want to help you um, lower 
your blood pressure and um, maybe if you're a person that's in a weight loss, uh, how you do the nutrition stuff, all, all that, maybe talking with uh, other, other physicians, like here's my team. Uh, so whatever it is that you have, you, you tailor it to that specific individual or group if you're doing a group presentation. Then after that, after that, you ask them at the end, uh, what, what is it you would like me to do now? Well, what would you want to do next? What would you like me to do next? You could add, ask them like that. Uh, and then from there, if they want to go forward, um, then I, I take payment to secure their spot for whatever type of process is on the back end. And then after that, I, I tell them how much work it's going to be. Like, hey, you know, I really appreciate you doing this. Um, I know that this costs money. And I, and, and I know this is going to be a lot of work. And then I use the word but. And this is from Alex Ramosi. Because like everything before the word but that negates, like minimizes it. But if you want to get through this, this is one of the only ways that I know how this can happen. And this is, this is the way that, that, this is what I do for my own family. And it resonates. And it resonates. So I hope that this, uh, I know this is a little bit longer. It's a little more technical. But I hope that this and I hope that this really helps you guys out there. Uh, like, share, um, uh, share this podcast, whoever it helps. And especially if you're a one-on-one personal trainer or a small group trainer, that this can, this can completely set the stage for all your professional relationships. Um, and then don't forget to check back in on your clients to make sure that they're getting exactly what they, what they need because each session, check in with them because then you can redial reload and help them even better especially know if what you're doing is budging the needle moving the needle or if you're stagnant so if you're listening to some memorial day weekend enjoy if not um enjoy as well see you next time or catch you next time